all of a sudden they God say you must speak about this and I want you to speak about that. Now it just seems that many times we find ourselves in a fix because we forget our identity. Sure. You hear what I'm saying? Talking to myself a lot. We are you are you are, we, we we find ourselves in a situation whether we've brought about the situation or whether the situation is brought about by the evil one. And because we forget our identity, our wheels are coming off. We are getting despondent, we are getting depressed, and we, all of a sudden, we, we give the devil more glory that is actually due to him. And we forgot, forget about the fact that, that Jesus said that I've made you priests and, king, priests and kings to rule and to reign. Not to rule. I, last week I said not to rule and reign over people, but to rule and reign over our circumstances. And, 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 and uh, you know what he says? That the difference between our state, but our state, not, not the state, I mean you and our, our physical state, our emotional state. The difference between our state and our standing what is the difference? The difference between that is that our state is, is, uh, we, is how we see ourselves outside of Christ. In other words, we see ourselves as weak. We see ourselves as powerless. We see ourselves as incapable. Or as when the, the spies went into, into Canaan, they saw themselves as grasshoppers. <laughs> All of a sudden, when things in your house start breaking, or the thing is, you feel, oh my word, but what is happening? And you actually feel as if you are totally powerless to do anything against it. That is, that is what is our state. Um, you see, the devil will convince us by situations and circumstances that you and I cannot win the battle that we are in. I want to say to you guys today, I want to encourage us, no battle that you and I get involved in is too big for you and I. Every battle that you and I get involved in is a battle that was handpicked by the Holy Spirit for you and me. The problem is if we don't fight this battle, if we don't learn to stand in this battle, the battle is going to happen again, and again, yeah. and again, until the day that we've learned to overcome that battle. Right. Right. Make, does it make sense? Let me say for example, okay, I don't know, I don't want to use it. Okay. Uh, You see that many times we see these giants in our lives and we, and, and we actually think that we are like grasshoppers. Now, what is our standing in Christ? How do, I, how do we see ourselves? Our standing is who we are in, the, in our placement in Jesus. Jesus has seen me. Jesus said, you have seen me, has seen the Father. And our standing is that you and I are a new creation in Christ. You and I are priests and kings in Christ. God is for us. God is not against us. We are victorious. We have eternal life. 
Okay? We are friend of Christ. We are fruitful. We are gifted. We are given all things. We are seated with Christ in heavenly places. Hallelujah. He says that we are surrounded with favor. He's blessed us with every spiritual blessing that there is in the heavenlies in Christ Jesus. Have you guys ever thought of that? That you and I are blessed, Ariel, with every spiritual blessing that there is in Christ Jesus. <coughs> what, are, what, 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 what are our spiritual blessings? Our spiritual blessing is among others that we believe in Jesus. Our spiritual blessing is that God has given us a way out of everything. Our spiritual blessing is that the word of God is alive and powerful and active. Cool. So, uh, let me quickly have a look. What is this other, other thing? Uh, there's one of the verses, I think it's in Psalm 18, where God says, I delight in the prosperity of the righteous. Guys, the Bible says you and I are prosperous. I'm not, I mean, it's not how we feel. What, what does it mean to be prosperous? The presence of God is prosperity in our lives. Prosperity is the presence of God in our lives through the a lifestyle of praise and worship. Hallelujah, that's beautiful. Okay. I love this one. Prosperity is when you and I are walking in the triumph that we've been given. Prosperity is when you and I are overcoming. What does Jesus say in Luke? He says, I've given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the devil. It is when you and I overcome. Prosperity is when you and I are walking in the victory that Jesus has given us. He says, I've, I give you, I thank thee to God who always gives us the victory in Christ Jesus. And prosperity is profitability. Cool. So, uh, another interesting thing. I just, you guys brought your swords here? Yep. Not, not today. Who got your sword here? Okay. I want you to, someone to read, okay. Someone to read Philippians. 4 verse 11 to 13. And someone to read Malachi 3 verse 16. Philippians 4 verse 11 to 13. The light. You want the light? You are the light of the world. No, I mean you are the light of the world shining through you. Everywhere and in all things, I am 
instructed both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. You guys see what Paul says there? Paul has given us a tip there. He says, in everything I have learned, one of the translations says, I've learned the secret mm -hmm. to be content. Mm -hmm. I don't think that's that easy always. To learn the secret to be content. Isn't it like that, Heidi? I'm looking at my, 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 uh, my neighbor and I see that my neighbor got a massive TV and I also only have a small TV. And uh, oh, my neighbor got this brand new car and I have an old Micra. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. As long as I'm the friend of my Lord, that the Lord is for me, everything's okay. <laughs> We have learned, we need to learn the secret to be content, guys. The secret to be content, and I think that is why it's so difficult. If you and I have nothing to eat in our house, and that is where it really becomes, becomes difficult. The thing is, that is where our position comes in. That's true. But it says the righteous will never beg. The righteous will never stand on the street and beg. There's something wrong. No, not necessarily. Because if you are if you are if you are persecuted for Jesus and, and and all of a sudden your work you can't work because you are making a stand for Jesus and, and, and you are living on the streets. What is that? There's nothing there, wrong. He's still there, somebody will come along and Exactly, but that's what I'm saying. The thing is you see that you and I have learned have to learn the secret to be contained even in the midst of our circumstances. Rule. I love this one, Malachi 3 verse 16. Malachi? Malachi, you have it? Yeah, I've got it here. Uh -huh. 3.16, eh? Mm -hmm. Then those who fear the Lord spoke with each other, and the Lord listened to what they said. <clears throat> In his presence a scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him, and always thought about the honor of his name. Did you guys see that, that, that verse? Mm -hmm. Is it whatever? Read it again. Then those who feared the Lord spoke with each other, and the Lord listened to what they said. In his presence a scroll of remembrance was written to record the names of those who feared him, and always thought about the honor of his name. Whatever, whenever, whatever we are doing here, wherever, wherever you and I are going, whenever, what is happening, it says, those who speak about the Lord, the Lord is listening to them. And then a scroll of remembrance, their names is written in a scroll of remembrance for those who always. So have you ever considered how many times your, your and my name was written in a scroll of remembrance? You know, <laughs> you know I read a book some many, many years ago of someone that, that God was showing him. I think he died in the, in the, or he had a vision or something. I can't remember that. But he says that in every sermon, there's an angel that God sent, a scribe angel. Even here, 
There's a scribe angel. Because the word of Psalm 103 says, He sent out these angels to do His will and to do His pleasure. There's a scribe angel. He says that what the, every song that is sung, as the writing, during that worship, there's a recording that is made of every single thing, the scripture verses, the voice that speak the verses, the attitude of everybody in that congregation. So if you are sleeping, I got a, I got a rude wake-up call when that day. If you are sleeping, then the angel right face is sleeping. Oh my word, can you imagine the scroll of remembrance? Ariel? Can you remember, in the, we're sitting all in the, and we forgot we are all a thousand years down the line. And all of a sudden, if there's this video, and we all look from this side, because if, there, if there's a picture taken, the first thing that, if there's a group picture, isn't it typical us? If there's a group picture, the first thing that you're looking at is yourself on the picture. Ooh, look at my hair, look at my eyes, I'll close my eyes. Now can you imagine when this scroll of remembrance is being read and we are seeing from this side and we all are here. Oh my word. Look at Tree, she was sleeping. I was sleeping on Tuesday. No, I mean, I think it's actually a sobering thought that God is taking it so serious that when we speak about Him, there's a scroll of remembrance. That is being written about us. Okay. And next time we fall asleep in church, remember there's a scroll written about you. Okay. Yeah. Then, guys, I need someone to read Joshua 6. Okay. I, I'm, Joshua but, 6. Yeah, and then I need someone to read 2 Kings 7, verse 1 to 9. Joshua 6 is, is the story of Jericho. Okay, and then Second Kings seven verse one to nine. Two Kings seven verse one to nine. Okay, whoever have uh, Joshua, you can start reading. But you are a you are a, a very seasoned Christian. Come, it, it is here. <laughs> My Bible is so flattered. The whole of Romans is loose. And, well, then it must be here. And your head. I'm Forest. afraid your everything will fall, fall all over the shelf. So I'm you know Bible. what they say? You never trust someone with whose Bible is not is new. Yeah. Wow. Because yeah. if it's falling apart, then you know. Unless you are Bible basher, then it's also going to fall apart. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just joking with you, man. I like joking with the Germans. <laughs> cool, who has it? Oh, my word. I've got two kings. Go for it. Okay. Two kings, seven. Mm-hmm, there's one, two. Right, nine. so Elisha answered, listen to what the Lord says. By this time tomorrow, you will be able to buy in Samaria three kilograms of the best wheat or six kilograms of... No, no, sorry. Just go, just go to the chapter before that. We all know it's the, it's the siege, siege of Samaria. Two kings six. Mm-hmm. Okay, the recovery of the 
Just go a little bit down. Just see where the siege of Samaria. No, no, before that. Let's talk about the siege of Samaria. Okay, now let me tell you the story. We all know it. What says this? Samaria, Elijah was also in, in, in the city, in, in Samaria. And then what happened is that the Syrian army have seized the city for three years to the extent that there was no food left. You had to, if you were lucky, you could buy a donkey's head and a scoop of pigeon dung. Very good soup, apparently. And it got so bad, it got so, it got so bad that two ladies were actually eating their own child. One and the other one... When we know that story. For three years it happened and then all of a sudden God says tomorrow that thing is tomorrow this time everything will will change. And just hold with me, we'll see where I'm going to. Okay, then Joshua six it is there, the fall of Jericho. Chapter six, right? Just read from verse one. Now the gates of Jericho were, were tightly shut because the people were afraid of the Israelites. No one was allowed to go out or in. But the Lord said to Joshua, I have given you Jericho, its king, and its all strong warriors. You and your fighting men should march around the town once a day for six days. Seven priests will walk ahead of the ark, each carrying a ram's horn. On the seventh day you are to march around the town seven times with the priests blowing the horns. When you hear the priest give one long blast on the ram's horn, and all the people shout as loud as they can, then the walls of the town will collapse and the people can charge straight into the town. So carry on. Mm -hmm. So Joshua called together with the priests and said, Take up the ark of the Lord's covenant and assign seven priests to walk in front of it, each carrying a ram's horn. Then he gave orders to the people, March around the town, and the armed men will lead the way in front of the ark of the Lord. After Joshua spoke to the people, the seven priests with the ram's horns started marching in the presence of the Lord, blowing the horns as they marched, and the ark of the Lord's covenant followed behind them. Some of the armed men marched in front of the priests with the horns, and some behind the ark with the priests, continuing blowing the horns. Do not shout, do not even talk, Joshua commanded. Not a single word from any of you until I tell you to shout. And shot. So the ark of the Lord was carried around the town once that day, and then everyone returned to spend the night in the camp. You can stop there. So we all know that it happened seven times, seven days, and on the last day it happened seven times. Paul says, I've learned the, the secret to be content. Malachi says, whenever he said there's a scroll of remembrance that is being written because whenever we speak about God, he hears in the scroll of remembrance written to those who bring glory to his name. We know we heard the story of, 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 of Samaria for three years. They were surrounded. I mean, nobody could come, come in, nobody could get out. There was no food left. The same with, with Jericho. Why was it that Elijah 
was in the middle of the city. Everybody else in the city despair. But Elijah and the, and the elders, it says Elijah and the elders were sitting in his room talking. Question is, why wasn't it that Elijah and the elders wasn't in despair? There was no food for three years. Can you imagine? I mean, if there's no food, then after, after a month, there's nothing in this country. In, 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 if, if all of a sudden, if there's something happened and we cannot. Because they've learned the secret. How did they learn the secret? Now they've learned the secret to be content. Because they've learned to, to, to declare <coughs> the goodness of God. You know there's a reason why God was saying to Israel, when you go through, whenever, when they went through the Jordan River, build an altar. Build an altar. Every one of us is supposed... <coughs> In our lives to build altars. If you have a, if you have a journal, build an altar. Every time that God comes through for you, you and I have to build an altar. Say, for, I'm, I'm using, if you, if you don't, if you don't journal, at least take a picture of something. Start by opening a file. Of the times that God came through for you in your most difficult time. Take pictures or a receipt or make a, a copy of, of a hundred rand note or whatever the case may be. Every time that God sent you a blessing in the most difficult time of your life. And when you are on, you and I are under siege, you and I go and we call to remembrance. We go into the book of remembrance. We start, start speaking about what God has done for us. Then you and I will be able to persevere and overcome and learn the secret to be content because we will know our identity. Guys, it, it, it takes discipline. So is that the same as like when we were working, in the, when we do the catering, you've got four or five caterers all selling the same thing. Everybody's got a different price. And some of them will come to you and say to you, hey, my price is lower than yours. You lower your price to match mine. And we say no. Why must we lower our price to match yours so that everybody gets? It's not for us to do that. I mean, everybody's got their own choice of where they want to eat. And also, um, I was going to say, Yeah, I mean, you're quite happy to stay at that same that same price. And if the people don't come to you, they go somebody else with a lesser price. So what? Yeah, mine will still get people. Somebody will come to you. You don't sit there and say, "Oh, gee, look at those people. They're getting all the customers." Leave it. We were talking about content with um, when they left Egypt. They walked around yeah. the valley of the <laughs> the manor. They wanted the... They were there, dis discontent. Yeah, they were discontent. Mm. You see, the yeah. thing is that... Guys, I'm going to show us this video just now. We all, we all have seen this, this video. The thing, the secret with the Christian walkers. We can know the Bible of the tip of our tongue and of the tip of our fingers and from the top of our head. 
But if we do not apply what the Bible says, we don't learn the secret to be content. If we don't, in our circumstances, if we don't start writing for ourselves a, a book of remembrance. You know, even I, I was using the example of Malachi that was saying, God hears them. So every time that you and I alone and remind God of His goodness, start speaking to God about God, a book of remembrance being written about you and me. Pardon? If you don't go through things, then, you, then there's nothing to compare. No, I, I agree with you. So, yeah. 100%. You see, the thing is, many times we think the people in the Bible is, is different than us. The people in the Bible is exactly the same as us. Exactly. Moses was also a guy with an anger issue. Yeah. With, with, anger. with anger issues. With anger, yeah. okay. There was a, a guy like Paul. <coughs> Sometimes he really had chauvinistic ideas or whatever the case may be. They were normal. They were normal people like us. But the thing is they've learned how to apply, apply the things. I mean, sometimes I really have, it doesn't look like, but sometimes I really have an anger issue. And I start speaking without thinking because I'm praying about a certain thing and then it goes good and then all of a sudden a certain button of mine is... But now, fortunately, nobody of you know where that button is. She will not tell you. <laughs> it's not Malari that presses my button. But I mean, I, when I but my button is pressed it's and I press... It's is who it is. That's the problem. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> but you've got to overcome. Pardon? Exactly. I have to overcome that thing. Each one of us have got to overcome. But I have to learn... <laughs> Overcome. Yeah. Okay. Like, Elisha in the city of Elijah. Elijah. So he had been fed by the ravens. Yeah. No, Elijah was fed, fed by was the ravens. Elijah. Yeah. He went to the lady. The it was one of them was Elijah, Elijah, and the other one was so Elijah. He God's provision. Yeah. So he understood already God's provision. Was that before? After? Uh, Elijah was Elijah was the Elijah was the one that went to the to the widow of Sarephath. Yes. Elijah was the was the one that uh, went to the uh, what is it lady uh, the Sudamite one who didn't have a son that they built a room on top oh, of their house Shumanite. the Shumanite lady or whatever the, the case may be. Would you say that uh, those three that landed in the furnace were content? Hmm. If you are in Jesus, you will be content. He had to be because he was he was singing. He was, yeah. Mm -hmm. sure. wasn't <coughs> you see what, what I like about those what I like about those three those three it was a, they've learned the secret to overcome I mean there's a difference between being content and to overcome you have to learn this you, you and I have to learn to overcome there's a secret to be content but you and I have to learn to overcome because they said we will never worship you because our God will save us. But even if he does not save us. Mm. You and I have to get to the attitude. You hear what I'm saying Heidi? Many times we as Christians have this attitude. God will come through for me. There's no guarantee that God is going to come through for you. 
Why now? The thing is, what I'm saying, don't you think that Paul also trusts God that nothing is going to happen to him? I say the thing is, you and I have to learn the ways of God. The ways of God is not necessarily what you and I think is the good, what is good for us. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? He works out everything. He works out everything. I'll, I'll, so I'll, we have to trust him also in the bad times. Exactly. exactly. You see, that is the thing. So in other words, I'm trust. I'm using an example for Milan and myself. Early days, I had no petrol to travel from Pine Town to Camperdale. And I have trusted God that God is going to provide petrol. Lo and behold, there were three times, I mentioned this before, mm -hmm. there were three times that God did not provide petrol. So what did you do? Did you walk? No, I drove. <laughs> there were three times I traveled from Pinetown to Camperdown and back to Pinetown and back to Camperdown and back to Pinetown and there was no petrol in my car. Wow. There were three times... Yes, There were three times... That I, that I ran out of petrol on the side of the road. And twice I had to walk all the way from Cato Ridge to Camperdown Court. The car was standing on the... I didn't... The one time I... Yeah, one time I... I, I, I was on the freeway from Camperdown net just before I got to Cato Ridge. You know, just before you then I ran out of petrol. I had to walk all the way back and eat humble pie, and I asked a friend for my, can you please, those days petrol was still cheap, can you please borrow me a hundred bucks? And I, was teaching you, right? and I got a, a five liter container, whatever. The other time I was on my way, I, I took the old road. You know where that auction place is? I also ran out of petrol there, and I had to walk to Camperdown again. And I had to go and borrow again another thing. But you see, the thing is, the point I would like to make is, I trusted God, but He wanted to teach me something. Mm -hmm. Maybe you misspent your money or... No, it wasn't necessarily, that is not necessarily no, that. It's not necessarily the, the case. The, the thing is, we need to learn the ways of God. That is, a, that is the point I would like to make. God always will, will open a way, whatever the case may be, but it's not necessarily to say He's going to come through in the way that you and I expect Him to come through. Oh, I mean, I lived for nearly 13 years with leaking roofs. Every time it rained, I had to sit the whole night in my lounge and I couldn't sleep. And then the next day I had to drive into town and I drove into something and messed up my, my cupcap and my wheel, my tire. And, uh, Took for ages to get a roof repaired, and I know why. Because I, I did not forgive the people that built me a rubbish place. You see, the minute I forgave, things changed. Exactly. And I forgave them and started praying for them and blessing them. Things changed. Yes. You see, that is where the thing comes in. You and I have to apply the principles what we. Then, otherwise, it's not going. But still, things are not. I mean, there's still so much broken. And the story with I went to the building inspector eventually, it's still lying there at the um, town planning, nothing is happening anymore. And I just made up my mind to live like that and get on with my life and with the Lord. 
As long as the roof is not falling down on me, who cares? You are happy. So guys, I want to show us this, this video just to, to bring us a, many times it would feel to us that you and I are alone in the thing. And Jesus was staying on the other side of the, of the lake. His disciples was going through the, on the lake and in the storm. He says that you're from the, from the, from the, from where he was on the mountain, he could see them struggling. Many times God will allow you and me to struggle. Like in this race. God says, Paul says, run the race with perseverance. Yes. But at the end of the day, when things are really going difficult, God will say, like this father, I will just come and I will, I will be with you. That's why I send the Holy Spirit in your most difficult situation. I will always be with you guys. But there's also time that I'm expecting you to learn the secrets of some of, some of the things. Okay, cool.